Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome in to Brewcast for Amazing Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Giardi, joined by Scotty White here with you on Monday night, February 7th, as we head into February 8th. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Is there, is there anything going on? Anything happened this past week, Scotty, that we need to even talk about here? Or are we just going to, you know, uh, shoot the you know what throughout the show? Yeah, it's not much, you know, it was a pretty basic week, not much to talk about this week, you know. <laughs> so, you know, the whole thing, the Jim Harbaugh, you know, entire situation, how long ago does it feel that he, that, that we got the news he was coming back to Michigan? That seems like it happened a month ago after this weekend. It really does. It really does. Yeah, I mean, that whole thing dragged on for so long. Uh, I, I never knew which direction it was heading in and really didn't believe anything that I saw until um, until it was official. Um, but yeah, I mean, after everything that's happened with Gaddis this week, uh, yeah, it, it seems like ages ago. Yeah, so we, we got a lot to get into. Let's start it with the, the biggest news, though, and that is that Jim Harbaugh is returning as a Michigan Wolverines head coach because we did get reports that he hopped on a plane Wednesday of last week, this past yep. week, I should say, not uh, five days ago, and he was very much expected to sign to, to be the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and late that night, what, around 8 o'clock, something like that, we get word that he texted Ward Manuel or had a conversation with him, said he was going to be coming back if they'll have him, and he was a head coach, and then it, it does turn out, you know, if you read the Mitch Album article in the Detroit Free Press, 
I think Jim Harbaugh absolutely went there with intentions to sign with the Minnesota Vikings, and things were just yeah. off. Uh, him and the whatever happened with him and the Wilfs, uh, they they never made the the formal offer. He said, "All right, I'm going to back out. And I'm going to go back to Michigan, man." But I'm, I mean, I he went on a plane, expected to leave yeah. the University of Michigan, sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely was not expecting the uh, the Adam Schefter tweet, I, and I spent like literally 20 minutes looking at that twitter account when i'm like <laughs> looking for spelling and adam shut i'm like is this is this real you are you are definitely <laughs> trying not to get got yes i see um an adam shafter tweet stuff <laughs> all the time and i was like i'm not falling for this so i spent a long time doing that but yeah dude i i was not expecting that i was completely shocked um but i mean dude it's it's a job it's a business you don't, you can't blame the guy for wanting to go to the NFL. I mean, like we talked about it, I think on the last broadcast about how much less stressful it sounds to be an NFL coach than the coach at Michigan. Um, and so I feel like I've, I've seen some people with like hard feelings about it, but I mean, dude, it's, it's a business like, and he's coming back. Um, the future is bright, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I love it. I think it was the best possible outcome uh, for this football program at the end of the day because yeah. hiring, having to make a new hire this late in the cycle, it would have been really tough, and we'll get into that a little bit because that probably was the ultimate domino effect of what happened or transpired yesterday. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean – because we're going to continue with the continuity. Sounds like the players were very excited. You know, uh, Blue by 90 has talked with a, a few of them and whatnot. Um, it sounds like they're very excited to have them back. Sounds like most of the coaching staff very excited to have them back. Sounds like there may be some, uh, you know, relationships to mend. And that's, you know, that's part of it. We knew that that was yeah. going to happen. But I don't think it's it's been nearly as awkward as maybe we kind of thought it was in the process. You know, when, when the Chris Ballas report came out, on Tuesday, it was like, okay, that's the nail in the coffin. He can't come right. back to Michigan now, and he did, and it, it really doesn't feel like like it is ultimately that awkward, maybe a little bit. You know, there are some domino effects obviously happening, but at the end of the day, man, he's just he's carrying on business as usual, and that's exactly how I expected it to go with him. Yeah, I mean, dude, Harbaugh is just – you know, he's, we've, we've seen his, his antics the past seven years, you know, uh, he's, he's definitely a unique character. Um, but I mean, he's going to come in and he's going to get right back to business. Like he just wants to win. He's a competitive guy. Um, and I think that everybody else around him there for the most part, like you said, obviously we've got our dominoes fall on, but for the most part, everybody there understands that it's a business too. And they get that he wants to explore those other options. And I mean, who wouldn't want to go to the, to the NFL and try to win a Super Bowl? I mean, like, like Jim said in, in the in the article by Mitch Album, I mean that's that's the the biggest prize there is in the sport of football. Um, so you can't blame the guy for wanting to go get that. Um, and, I, and I also will say there's there is no indication. There's never been indication of Harbaugh being a liar. And he says now he's all in on Michigan. He wants to be here for as long as Michigan wants him here. Um, and I I totally believe that. I mean he he seems to be. Uh, and seems like he always has kept his word. So I, I really do think that he is telling the truth that this won't be a yearly issue. Yeah, I was absolutely just about to ask you about that, whether or not you do believe that that is the case. Apparently he did, you know, ter- tell Ward Manuel that he'll be at Michigan as long as he wants him, echoed the thoughts. You know, that was the Schefter report, echoed the thoughts in the Mitch Album yep. article, obviously. Um, and, and you know what? I 100% agree with you, Scotty, and that's, 
The reason I do is because it could have very easily, if this was 99% of other coaches, it would be like, I don't know, man, this guy's a little bit iffy, you know, you know, you know, he's almost snake oil salesman. But that's not the case with Jim Harbaugh. All reports are he was very transparent about this entire process with recruits that if the NFL came calling, he was going to give it a very hard look. He's been transparent with the coaching staff. Now there's, you know, maybe the the relationship thing. I think has to do with I think he was going to try and take some coaches from Michigan and not take some other coaches from Michigan and that you know that could that could be an awkward w- workplace environment obviously uh, moving forward but at the end of the day man you mentioned it he's he's a lot of things Jim Arbaugh is a lot of things I've never heard anybody call him a liar you know yeah. he seems to be trustworthy almost to a fault you know, that, that he is so honest sometimes that it's like, man, you don't have to be that honest, man. Like, we like <laughs> honesty, but, you know, <laughs> you don't got to be that honest. Like, like I'm, I'm scared if someone asks that guy if they look fat in a dress, you know, what he's, <laughs> like, he's going to say. Um, so I, I do believe him. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely do that he is going to be at Michigan for, for the long haul. I, I still think he's very excited. I think I never think he didn't love Michigan. I don't think he loved what he had to go through last year, and that's why you know a lot of fans were upset and whatnot, and I'm like, and I'm looking at some of the people saying stuff, and I'm like, dude, you were one of the people that wanted him gone last year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, it's, it's great. You can't just flip-flop like that. You wanted him gone. If he wants to get gone, you can't be mad at him for that because you wanted the university to get rid of him a year ago. And, you know, and I think that that played a part a little bit. I don't think he was <laughs> feeling the love, Scotty. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I was like, you know what? If the NFL comes calling, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm, I'm going to look to go back because yeah, there are at times, like you mentioned, dude, coming in earlier in the show here, it's kind of stressful, this job is, yeah. man. Probably more so than being the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, 90% of fans last year seemed like they wanted him gone. Um, I mean, so you really can't blame the guy. And 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 I will say this. I think that every year we're going to still see the, the Harbaugh to the NFL rumors, you know, like we saw every year before this. But I don't think that it's ever going to get to this point. You know, they're going to stay rumors. Then it's not going to be him actually going and having interviews with these teams. Um, and it'll just be the same kind of thing where he'll come out and say, like, no, this, is, this isn't true. This is a rumor. I'm not actually considering going to the NFL. So I still think that we're going to see those kind of things. But I don't think that we're going to have to deal with anything like, like happened this year ever again. Yeah, you know what's interesting, though, is – I'm I'm not sure that we're going to have to deal with a lot of those, though, right? Because now you're like, so the first one that came out was the Raiders. Obviously, mm-hmm. they didn't offer him a contract. Then you heard some rumblings about maybe the Bears. They never really talked to him. Sounds like maybe they had a phone call with him, and that was about mm-hmm. it. He had the interview with the Vikings. They didn't offer him the job, man. Like, at, So he never really entertained the offers, in years past, so that's yeah. why the rumors kept coming up year after year. Is this going to be the year? Now right. that he tried to make the jump back into the NFL, and the NFL effectively, you know, pretty much was like, you know what, man, I think we're starting to go in a different direction. We're starting to go younger uh, with our head coaching hires and, yeah. and things like that. I don't know if if there are going to be credible people. I don't know if Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport or, or these guys are, are going to start or Mike Florio going to 
continue to say Jim Harbaugh's in the mix for this job after seeing what transpired this offseason because he just won the Big Ten Championship, just beat Ohio State, just went to the college football playoff, and the NFL effectively said, no, we don't want you back. You know, we're, we're going in different directions here. Like, if there was any if there was any year to make the jump back in, it was going to be this year with his friend as the GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. It didn't happen. I don't know if the NFL reporters, I don't know if they're going to believe any credible sources or they're going to provide any credibility to any rumors moving forward about Jim Harbaugh and NFL interest in him. Yeah, that 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 is a good point. And um, I, th- I think you're right, too. Um, I think more maybe, you know, some of that clickbait stuff we could see you know, like, is, is Harbaugh going to take this job? Like, I feel like that kind of stuff is never going to end. Um, but yeah, I know that that's a, that's a great point. And I was actually going to ask you, I mean, is, do you think that that's like, what, what do you think is the biggest reason that he wasn't offered those jobs? Cause I mean, when you look at Harbaugh's resume in the NFL, you think, why wouldn't you want a guy like that to be coaching your NFL team? You know, so I was I was really surprised when I found out that he wasn't offered the job. Yeah, what what is his right? Forty four nineteen or something like that. Yeah, Forty four twenty two, something something crazy. He's got like the yeah. second or third highest win percentage in NFL history, and right. you know we heard some things about maybe in the interview, maybe he said some stuff about what he was going to do when he got there, almost saying like that he, he thought that he had the job, maybe, you know, put the the Wilfs off or on edge a little bit or something like that. But at the end of the day, if that guy's telling you what he's going to do different, you should be listening because that guy right. went into a dumpster fire in San Francisco and had them in the AFC championship game in year one or NFC championship mm-hmm. game in year one, excuse me. So yeah, dude, I mean, let's be honest here. Like, the reason is very much his reputation, you know? Yeah. Uh, I guarantee, you know, the fallout with Jed York and Trent Bulky that uh, that played a massive role. Like, the NFL is, it's a good old boys club at the end of the day, right? Especially yeah. amongst the owners, you, you yeah. know? I mean, if Jed York is going around, and I have no proof that he's doing this, but, you know, there are rumblings. Uh, so, you know, we'll say allegedly if if Jed York is allegedly, you know, talking to other owners and saying, no, this guy is difficult to work with. He's you know, he's going to he's going to be more problems than he's worth, yada, yada, yada or whatever. I mean, not a lot of teams are willing to take a chance on that. And if they do, they they run the risk of kind of being ostracized at the end of the day as well, you know. And so this was the lone chance the GM was pushing hard for him. And, you know, at the end of the day, this was probably the one chance for Harbaugh to get back into the NFL. And, you know, I think it's coming on. Yeah. And I will say I'm very happy with it. And, and like we were talking about earlier, it, it, it wasn't anything that Harbaugh doesn't love Michigan. Cause I mean, dude, if he right. wanted to retire, he, he can retire and be just fine. He's made, he's made plenty of money for that. He, he clearly loves Michigan. He's all of all of his attention and all of his effort is still going to be there. And I'm, I oh my gosh, dude, I was so excited when I saw the tweet from from Schefter because, I mean, I did not see any of this coming after Michigan wins the Big Ten. They just beat Ohio State. Harbaugh says it feels like it feels like it's just the beginning. So I'm thinking, all right, we don't have to deal with NFL rumors this year. It's going to be great. Can't wait for next year. Um, so that was such a big relief. Um, and now the excitement for next season can can officially begin. I also uh, want to point something out because I've seen it rumored that maybe some of the, the guys in the players, they were a little miffed at, at Jim Harbaugh, you know, because they were learning stuff 
you know, while everyone else was because of, you know, the social media stuff. Yeah. And look, dude, at the end of the day, he didn't have anything to tell you. That's why, like, I don't know why they're getting mad at him when the st- he has no control over what's being reported out there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like he had no control over the, the ballast report that came out. That that wasn't him. And for anyone to get mad at him because they're like, oh, you're doing this? And then he ultimately didn't end up doing it. You know what I'm saying? So he had nothing to tell anyone yet. And and so that's why I think it's going to be kind of easy to repair a lot of these relationships, you know, other than maybe the ones that he was going to kind of leave behind at the University of Michigan. I don't know. We don't know the full story and the behind the scenes on that one. Um, but for anyone getting mad because stuff was coming out that he had no control over, like that's not on him at the end of the day. Yeah, no. And, and, and you're totally right. And I'm, and I really am not too concerned, um, with the mending of relationships. Like it, it could be awkward for a couple days, but things are going to get settled in quickly. I mean, everybody's there for one reason. They want to win football games. Yeah. They're going to be able to resolve shit quickly and, and everything's going to be fine. And let's be honest. Best case scenario, you know, the guy who gives you the best chance to win a lot of football games is Jim Harbaugh, you know, and I know like people are talking about, oh man, Jim Harbaugh, he had just one good year. Like that's ridiculous, man. He's got a multitude of 10 win seasons. They just, this just happens to be the first year that they beat Ohio state. And I understand that's the measuring stick, but to act like that guy hasn't won a ton of ball games since he got to Ann Arbor is utter loot. It's, it's lunacy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I believe it's yeah. I mean, it's been four of the of the games of the six games. I believe that he's he's one and five against Ohio State, right? They played six games. Yep. Yeah, four of those games were top ten matchups. So I mean, to have your team ranked in the top ten going into the last game of the season, four out of six of those seasons is is pretty impressive. That's pretty good, yes. man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it took a while to get that win, but I mean. I've been preaching it since he came here. It's hard to take down a dynasty like Ohio State. Um, and and people, yeah, people have never given him enough credit. So, Like, dude, uh, the thing that I keep pointing to is that Mel Tucker had a great year in year two, an unexpected year, you know, for Michigan yeah. State. And they absolutely deserve all of the hype that they've got going on right now because of mm-hmm. what he did this year. But, like, Jim Harbaugh did the same stuff in 2016 and 2018 in the regular season at yeah, the end of the day, yeah. you know, and, and everyone looks back on those as failures. So it's kind of funny right. how perspective changes things. And I understand Michigan had much higher expectations in those seasons than Michigan state co- did coming in. But at the end of the day, the results are the results. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yep. and you know, so we should, I think, and this is not to say people shouldn't be excited about Michigan State in the future and what Mel Tucker did. I think Michigan fans should be much more appreciative of those 2016 and 2018 exactly. seasons, even though they didn't end the way that they, we wanted them to. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah, Michigan State, that they had a great year this year. Their fans should be excited. And, and Michigan fans, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the 2016-2018 teams. Um, and I don't remember being down 49-0 at halftime against Ohio State in, in either of those seasons either. So uh, it definitely it just it just felt like it in the 2018 game. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think I would have rather had 
the type of game that Michigan State and Ohio State had this year than than the 2016 Michigan Ohio State. I never want to feel that type of thing ever. Dude, I, I I've relived that game way too many times. That is the yep. absolute worst. Yeah, give me the 2018 game 100 percent of the yeah. time over that 2016 game. No question about 100%. it, man. 100 percent. So the head coach is back, but he's got some vacancies to fill after. Yep. Sunday. We're going to take a quick break here on Brewcast. We're going to talk about Josh Gaddis and the fallout coming up next. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back in on Brewcast on Four Maze of Brew podcast on the SB Nation podcast network. Luke Giardi, Scotty White talked a little bit about Jim Harbaugh returning as the head coach uh, for Michigan football. And, well, there obviously, you know, there was going to be a little bit of fallout coming out. I don't think that this was necessarily unexpected. Excuse me. I don't think this was necessarily expected uh, to happen. Definitely unexpected. Josh Gaddis, it was announced yesterday, um, is leaving. He's making a lateral move, but he's headed south. He's going to be the offensive coordinator for uh, Mario Cristobal and the University of Miami Hurricanes. And he, uh, you know, he had some, you know, the, the reports of the text, Scotty, uh, that yeah. he sent out uh, about, you know, something came to light the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, that you know, he feels the administration uh, there wasn't a lot of love in Ann Arbor for him and and whatnot. And you know what? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start by saying this, Scotty. Um, it did when Jim Harbaugh was expected to sign with the Minnesota Vikings to be the head coach. It sounds like Michigan was definitely looking at an outside hire first and foremost. But if they were gonna promote internally. Sounds of it like Mike Hart might have been their favorite choice. So, yep. I, like, at the end of the day, man, I understand this from Josh Gaddis because I put myself in those shoes, and I feel like a, a guy who just got to my workplace for one year is going to jump me for a promotion. I'm probably yeah. looking to get out, too. I don't blame him, but I also don't think this is necessarily a terrible thing for Michigan football moving right. forward. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. Um, yeah, I mean, I was uh, – obviously, like, I hadn't heard any of the stuff about uh, Mike Hart or Gaddis feeling a little unappreciative um, until all of this happened. Um, so when I first opened up uh, Twitter and saw that, I, I was pretty surprised. I'm thinking, why are you staying an offensive coordinator and, and going to play for my – or going to coach for Miami? I mean, what have, what have they done the past 10 years – um, but yeah, I mean, after, after seeing everything now, it, it comes down to that. And also the fact that his salary is going to be near doubled. Um, so yeah, you can't blame the guy at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, coordinators come and go. Um, it's, it's part of, it's part of the, part of the game. Typically when you have 
um, a coordinator though, when you know, an offensive coordinator winning the Broyles, um, it's they're leaving for a for a head coaching position. So, like I said, it was interesting to see him with the lateral move. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I wasn't too impressed. I obviously wasn't too impressed with the offense in 2020. Um, in 2019, it, it wasn't the best either. Um, so I, I, I don't think that this is going to be the biggest hurt to Michigan. No, I mean, I don't think it's it's nearly as big as losing a guy like Sean Moore would have been or Matt Weiss right. or anything like that, you know. And and I think they, they absolutely have the guys to be able to promote from within yeah. uh, to That's be the cool. offensive coordinator and, and who knows, might even lock, uh, unlock a next level uh, to the offense. Because like you said, man, at the end of the day, and we don't know the entire dynamics of – what exactly the the play calling hierarchy is like like we've known for a long time that you know at least in the first couple of years it was a collaboration it was Jim Harbaugh it was Tim Drevno um it was oh my god how did I just blank on the name are you kidding me um uh, coach at Arizona right now what oh uh Jed Fisher Jed Fisher oh my god yeah. man yeah uh so um yeah, and we know that that it was a a bit of a hierarchy. Jed Fish, by the way, uh, not Jed Fisher. Fish. I was going to say. Yeah, I was yeah. just googling that. Was yeah, Fisher, Jed Fish. Fish yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, not Jeff Fisher. We I think we might have combined those there, but Jed Fish. So so we knew yeah, be, yeah, between yeah. those three, it was kind of a collaboration. And then Pep Hamilton came in when when Fish left, and it was kind of the same with Drevno. Then Drevno left, and yeah, and there's been a lot of moving pieces. You know, Gaddis comes in. And and we don't know, you know, exactly what it's been. Has he been held back? Has he kind of been holding everyone else back, maybe with some different philosophies or something? Because remember the speed and space mantra? That ultimately right. wasn't a thing beginning last year. I, I don't even remember what the saying was. Whatever. I, I don't know, man. You, you look back, and, and it sounds like, you know, the, the players did like him, you know, this past year. they We had the locker room scene where uh, uh, I can't remember which game it was. I think it was Penn State. You know, yeah. they're like, Coach Caddis, get up here, and everyone's mobbing him, what whatnot. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, I, I think Michigan is going to be just fine on, on that front because – it's a it's a modified Jim Harbaugh offense. At the end of the day, they're going to want to run the football. They are yeah. they are going to have one of the best offensive lines in the country uh, right. next year. They've got an incredible running back room. Their offensive line coach is returning. Their running backs coach is returning. Uh, your quarterbacks coach is returning. So uh, you know, I, I think Michigan. This is really is not going to hurt them at all. I don't think. Uh, you know from. We're not the recruiting podcast. You're going to have to talk with, with Vaughn and those guys. But from everything I've heard, Josh Gaddis is not exactly an elite recruiter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't think you're losing a ton on that front either. So I I don't know, man. Like, I, I wish Josh Gaddis the best, whatever. You know, the, obviously, uh, the, the terms on which he is leaving are not great. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Michigan fans are probably not going to look at him too fondly. But, you know, whatever. You got to do what, what's best for you. Go bet on yourself going down to the University of Miami, whatever. I just don't think Michigan's going to miss them all that much. Yeah, dude, I, I don't think so either. I mean, let's be honest, a very large part of the offensive success this year came from the offensive line and the run game and the offensive line coach and the running backs coach. And not to take away anything you guys said, he had a great year. I mean, he wouldn't have won the Broyles Award if he didn't have a great year. But exactly like you said, Michigan's going to be able to replace that position 
Um, I mean, you know, when you have when you have a great year like last year, your assistants are obviously going to be good, um, and other other teams are going to make good offers and, and they're going to leave. And and Michigan's had two good coordinators; they lost them both. Um, but you got to adapt, find another one, and yeah, I mean, internally there's there's plenty of options. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about that at all. I think Michigan's going to be just fine. Yeah. I'm much more interested on in what they do on the other side of the football yeah, and, and exactly, you know, cause the defensive coordinator position, uh, is still open right now with Mike McDonald going back to, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, by the way, I find it hilarious. John Harbaugh just kind of sent him on a D coordinator apprenticeship yeah. for a single year, get some play calling experience. We'll bring you back in the NFL. Yep. That was, that was, uh, interesting to see for sure. I mean, he comes in first defensive coordinator to, to kind of have a, a good game plan to limit Ohio state. And then he's, he's gone. Um, so at that one, I'm a little more concerned about, but I still think that Michigan's going to be fine on both sides. Yeah. So obviously, you know, defensively, uh, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a little more tough this year for whichever defensive coordinator takes over, because guess what? You're not going to have two top 15 NFL edge rushers. Like, you exactly. know, it's going to make things a little more tough on you. So I, I hope that we, uh, you, you know, whoever does come in, we're, we're not like, oh, it's Mike McDonald 2.0. Like Mike McDonald had a lot of talent to work with on last year's defense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. They need to make a good hire there because you're going to, I don't know if they have a lot of depth, you know, up front, especially on that, that defensive front four. You know, that's going to be a tough to a tough piece to work with. So defensively, I think Michigan's going to stay, take a step back. I think offensively they're going to take a step forward. But I, I do think Harbaugh needs to hire really two, two really good coordinators because at the end of the day, Scotty, when you look back at last year, coming off the two and four season, it was all doom and gloom. He changed up almost the entire, you know, coaching staff, Josh Gattis, stage yeah. run more, whatever. But uh, pretty much everyone else was was brand new, and that worked. And these guys were cohesive last year. And like you said, when you get some success, coordinators leave. That's the yep. nature of the beast. It happens to Bama, it happens to Georgia, it happens to all the elite teams in the country. But the key is, and to Jim Harbaugh's credit, he's done it pretty well over his tenure he goes out and he hires some good coordinators. He definitely he he always has a good staff around him. Yeah, I I definitely am uh, am am, com, am com, ah, sorry. I am confident that he is going to make a great hire on that part. Um, and yeah, like you said, I I totally agree. I mean, you can't have Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabi. You can't lose them and and not take a little bit of a step back on defense. You know, um, but I think you're totally right about the offense, dude. I mean. I I could talk about that offense for hours, dude. I mean, the weapons that that team is going to have, I mean, I don't care. I'll, I'll be the offensive coordinator, dude, and we'll hang 60 points on Michigan or on Ohio State next year. I mean, like, that offensive line is going to be a lot of fun to work with. Whoever yeah. it is, whoever ultimately ends up calling the plays, you know, it's probably going to be some form. I'm, I'm sure Sharon Moore, Mike, uh, or Matt Weiss, excuse me, Probably they're all they're all going to be involved in some way, shape, or form. That's just the the nature of Jim Harbaugh's beast, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean the offensive line, and then having Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum, uh, it's it's gonna. I think mean, yeah, it's gonna be a pretty similar offense to this year too. But I personally think that um, JJ McCarthy will will probably win out the the starting QB job, um, and that'll certainly change up the offense a little bit. But uh, it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting offense to watch for sure. Yeah, and I'm excited to see how the the staff kind of 
rounds out here. Uh, I, I do wonder if there is going to be... I don't expect there to be like any fallout amongst the players with Josh Gaddis leaving because, like we said, he wasn't really a primary recruiter at a lot of guys, you know? Yeah. Like, so I don't know if anyone is, is going to be willing to follow him to the University of Miami. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a huge issue. I mean, dude, the only thing I've heard about him and recruiting the past week is the thing with Xavier Worthy. And I, I don't know what that's about. I don't know if there's any truth in that. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not too worried about, about losing guys to the transfer portal with him. Yeah, that is a rumor that uh, stems a, a long ways, and it's it's. I feel like <laughs> yeah. it, I feel like it's coming to light more and more now. Uh, I don't know if it's ever been confirmed or anything like that. We won't yeah. get into it here on the show. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! But I will say this off season has kind of been needlessly dramatic at the end of the day oh my as well. Gosh, dude. Yeah, it's felt like it's been six months already. It's, it's unreal. Like, I feel like, like, is this how teams always are after after winning a conference championship and going know, to the college dude, football yeah. playoff? Is this the norm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, I mean, this is more stressful than the season, man. Like, dude, what? Right? We've got, I mean, in, just in our Mazenberg group chat, we've got breaking news popping off every day. It's dude, like I can't even keep right. up with it all. Dude, right? People are writing more articles now than than we were during the season. I mean, it's and it's basketball season, and we we've we've been talking about football and all of these. It's it's almost March, man. Man, given I'll, I'll tell you what, given the last three games, probably good that we get to talk about this. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, we will talk. We'll we'll for sure be talking some more basketball on next week's brewcast, though, as Michigan does make that final push. They got. A lot of work to do to make a push for the tournament. Schedule starting to set up a, a little bit nice, so they're going to have some opportunities to get some big wins on the resume. So uh, looking forward to, to talking with them. Uh, and make sure you, you're tuning in all week. We got coverage. We got recruiting. We got a ton coming up this week. Uh, hopefully, I would expect at least a defensive coordinator hire this week, if not both yep. coordinator positions being filled uh, by the end of this week uh, on Michigan's football staff. So it's going to be very busy here at Mays and Brew, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's still going to be, yeah, we still got the the hires for football, so that stuff's not going to be dying down. Um, and, yeah, the, the push to March, man, I don't know. It's going to be It's going to be tough, but I'm looking forward to all these games this week. Absolutely, Scotty. Where can we find you on social media, my man? You guys can uh, give me a follow on Twitter at Scotty White underscore. Um, right now, covering the football and basketball teams. Um, so still mostly doing basketball right now, though. And three big games this week at Penn State and then home against Purdue and home against Ohio State. Um, so can't wait to be covering those ones. You can follow me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Uh, make sure to follow the Brewcast Show page on Twitter as well at Brewcast Show and the main Maze and Brew account at Maze and Brew. A lot of great stuff coming up this week, like we mentioned. All of our bot podcasts, Blue by 90, Future Brew, talking some recruiting, Cole Cabana just signing. I mean, a lot of stuff that's going to be happening uh, moving forward, particularly this week. Make sure you're following along, checking it out on Maze and Brew. And if you don't want to miss a show, make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review for all of your favorite Maze and Brew shows wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. Blue by 90 doing a good job up there. They got some great interviews. Go check those out as well. So for Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week.
on Brewcast.